is the supernatural real? Honestly, I have no idea, so I'm not going to pretend that my memories are factual or caused by something that can't be logically explained. But these are my memories, and they're of real encounters with something that I can only think to refer to as darkness. Now, do I believe this to be the actual embodiment of darkness? No. It's just events that have happened, things I've seen, sounds I've heard that I can't explain. All I can do is describe. Now, some of these encounters, they have haunted my mind for years. So to cope with them, back in August of 2018, I wrote and published Twisted Versions of My Nightmares. It was a huge jump for me, but storytelling was, I don't know, it's always been a passion. And I can thank my great-great-grandfather for that one. I called him Papa B, though, and Papa B and I spent a lot of time together, mainly because my mom paid him to babysit me while she worked. But regardless, we had a special bond. But you know who I did not have a special bond with? Mamma B. For whatever reason, I got under her skin with just my presence. I have never been able to understand it. But Papa B would take me up to his study and tell me stories to keep me entertained. Sweet, right? Kind of. Not really. Papa B only ever told me scary stories, and none of them had a happy ending. But regardless of me being so small, I loved them. His ghost stories were always the highlight of my day. Even though I was little, I knew they were fiction. And I couldn't wait to repeat the tales to my friends and scare the bejeebus out of them. But that's not all I have to thank my Papa B for. He's also the cause of my first encounter. Now, I'm sure you're thinking that's bound to happen with him filling my head with such dark ideas, but I'm 100% sure that is not the case. Because this event took place years after the storytelling began. See, this happened, or started to happen, right after he died. Because of his stories, I was aware, fully, of what death was, what it meant, but I had no idea how it would feel. I lost my best friend, my only friend, and the only adult I felt like that actually listened to me. Now, I remember being at my grandmother's house and sitting in the front room alone while all the adults discussed Papa B's affairs, and my grandmother, she had this shelf that she dedicated, you know, with just full of pictures of Papa B. I mean, he was her dad, after all. So, I decided I would focus on the memories that were captured. I missed him so much. But there was this one photo that stood out. In my gaze, it just kept being drawn to this one photo. It looked like it was just taken a few weeks before he died, which was really odd. Because we weren't really the type of family that would or could afford to just have pictures taken for no reason. There wasn't an anniversary or any type of celebration that would have justified, you know, spending this kind of money on a professional photo of just Papa B in a suit. And Honestly, my family had no idea <clears throat> that he was sick. Uh, he didn't even know. One day he was here and one day he was gone. 
I later found out that Mammal B was scared that something was going to happen to the both of them. So she went out and got pictures taken of both of them separately. I just, still to this day, I thought it was, it was just weird. Super happy that it happened, but still weird. <clears throat> now I couldn't understand it, but I was so thankful it was done because he looked like I remembered him. Not like he looked when he was laying in that casket. And at first I thought the mystery behind the photo was why I kept looking at it, but that is not at all why. I was staring at the photo next to his recent portrait, and that's when I realized what was happening. He was moving in his photo. Right as my eyes locked onto his, he tilted his head and then winked at me. I didn't feel love or good. Nothing pure radiated from that photo. All I felt was darkness and it was so thick that I couldn't even scream. I just ran to the bathroom and locked myself inside and cried. <clears throat> now for months, I kept that to myself. And for months, when I would look at that picture, my papal B would tilt his head and he would wink. So I started to avoid eye contact with that photo altogether. And when Whenever I would visit my grandmother, I would just put the picture face down instantly, like first thing I would do. Now, none of his other photos ever moved or gave me a creepy vibe, nothing like that. Just that one photo. And one day, my mom took me to go visit Mamaw B. Now, I wasn't thrilled to see her, but I was pretty excited to like barricade myself up in Papa B's study and just reminisce. But as soon as soon as we walked through the front door, she had a huge picture hung on the wall and it was the exact same photo that my grandmother had at her house. I was terrified. So I just, I put my head down and stayed to my mom. I was stuck to her like glue and we went into the kitchen and they started to have coffee and I guess my grandma, or sorry, my mamma B got tired of me hovering, so she sent me on an errand to grab something from the bathroom. I don't remember what it was. I just remember being terrified to walk by that picture. Somehow I managed, I pushed through, I went to the bathroom, but on the way out of the bathroom, I had lost all bravery that I had just conjured up to get past it the first time. And I thought, you know, well, maybe it's just the picture at my grandmother's. It seemed likely. So I went ahead and I looked directly at it. Huge mistake. His lips, they started to curl back into this horrible, creepy smile. And that was new. <laughs> so I, I darted back to the kitchen. I handed my mamma B whatever it was that she wanted from the bathroom. And I booked it outside. I spent the rest of the visit locked in the car waiting on my mom to be done. And I went the rest of the year in fear of that photo. It, it wasn't until the one year anniversary of his death that I even spoke about it. See, a few of my family members, we got together at my grandmother's house to, you know, help her through the tough day and eat dinner with her. And 
After dinner, we were all sitting around the living room reminiscing about Papa B, both good and bad. And right above the couch, my memo had this cuckoo clock that belonged to Papa B. And out of nowhere, the cuckoo clock went off. The strange thing is, is that this cuckoo clock has not worked in years. <laughs> but once the elephant in the room was acknowledged, everyone started sharing crazy things that happened throughout the year. And that's when my grandmother turned, looked at me, and called me out in front of everybody, asking me why I kept flipping over his photo. Seeing as how everyone was sharing creepy coincidences, I felt comfortable enough to share what I had been living with. The whole room fell completely silent when I told them, right before they all burst into laughter. Now, of course, I was later met with comforting words, but it was all chalked up to a child's overactive imagination. That's right. Nobody believed me at all. No one. And that that very well could be the case. You know, a child's overactive imagination. I, I missed my Papa B so much that I conjured all of this up. Who knows? But what I do know is that, you know, 22 years later and I still will not look at that photo. No way. Miss him dearly. Loved him very much. But I will not look at that photo. Thank you all so much for listening to my encounters with darkness. Um, until next time, you can check out Stories Told by Ashley Greathouse. It's exclusively at Amazon.com. Right now, it's only $5 for the paperback. So thank you again. Bye.